Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode three. And I'm going to entitle this one, Ability Versus Capacity. I love talking about these two subjects so much because they really give my brain a new way to think. So I wanted to share that with everyone. Now, the definition of ability is competence in doing something or a natural aptitude or acquired proficiency. So when I interpret these definitions, I see that ability is based on something you already have or have developed or acquired. So it's based on your past. Now, the definition of capacity is the potential or suitability for holding, storing or accommodating, or the facility or power to produce. Now, when I look at those definitions uh, of capacity and apply them to individuals, I interpret possibility. So what is possible for someone to achieve, accomplish, act upon, period. And the big difference with capacity is that um, it's not based on your ability. Therefore, it's based on your future, your potential to produce or change or move forward. So essentially, your ability is based on what you've done in your past and your capacity is based on your potential, your future, what you can do but haven't yet. And many of us get stuck in our lives because we base our future on our current abilities, uh, whether that be in our careers, in our relationships, uh, with our money, um, rather than looking to what's possible for us, regardless of our current skill set or what we've done. Now, take your current career as an example. Many of us choose a career and stick with it even though we we may feel a pull to do something different at a certain point in our life. But we let our inner voice convince us that we're too old possibly to learn a new skill set or that changing isn't possible because our current ability for that change has not yet developed. And that can be sometimes what happens when we, um, when people enter kind of that middle age range Um, you reach a point in your life where you've checked off a lot of the life accomplishments that you wanted to. So you've, um, you have a family, you have the house, you have the car, you have the career. And it can be common to hit a wall because you feel maybe held hostage by your current circumstances, and that there's nothing left for you. And that happens because you're focused on your ability and not your capacity. I want you to think back to when you started your career or you started your education for that career. You didn't actually have all the skills that you now have, but you believed that you would learn them and acquire those skills along the way. And you may have even visualized yourself as that professional, um, just having that blind faith. And you probably came across mentors, people you admired and aspired to be like. Um, And you even came across tips for how to hone that craft or that career and make it easier. And you formed your own unique take and approach as you gained confidence in that career or job or profession or in that education piece. 
So I want you to now picture something that you have been wanting, that pull inside of you, perhaps, or perhaps there's a voice that's been saying, I really want you to achieve this. That would be so neat to do that. But maybe that you've been too afraid to really consider because that other voice says, how oh, you can't do that. You've never done that before. Um, and, and that can be anything from learning an instrument, taking dance classes, or a bigger change, like perhaps changing a career, starting a side business. I want you to just picture yourself going for it without fear. Just take a moment. Believing that you can, looking to mentors, and acquiring tips, gaining your own approach. This is capacity coming from your future, that future version of yourself. The you who isn't afraid of trying new things no matter how big or small. That doesn't mean that there won't ever be, be fear there, but you're not going to let your current ability stop you from going for something that you want to achieve. If we take our model, remembering that circumstances are neutral and we only have thoughts about circumstances, which then create a feeling, which then drive our actions, which then give us our results. I want us to look at the model and put a goal in the circumstance line. So let's take a um, weight loss goal of losing 25 pounds in one year. Okay. And you want to believe this. So what thought could propel your belief? Maybe it's something like, I'm learning how to be kind to my body. Or um, my body is healthy. Or maybe um, I'm taking this one step at a time. And then you feel a sense of confidence, which propels you to take actions such as perhaps creating a food protocol, getting in touch with a nutrition coach or joining a gym. And then your results will end up in your goal. Once you start taking that action, it kind of propels you forward, gives your brain something to grasp onto, right? I have clients that want to, I, I will use a lot of like weight loss um, examples, but you can plop in any kind of goal here. But I do have clients who want to lose weight or change their bodies, but they're afraid to set goals because they have never been able to achieve that goal before. So for them, their thought is, I've never been able to do that. So if their goal was to lose 25 pounds, they'll say, I've never been able to do that. And so already they have this feeling of doubt and fear, uh, which will not propel them to take any action because they're holding themselves back. And they're really basing their what they want on something that they haven't been able to do in the past. And so they're failing ahead of time really going with that ability piece rather than what's possible for them, right? Your capacity is possibility. What is possible for you is undetermined and open and whatever you want, really. 
And it's important to recognize that new results aren't generated from your past and what you've done or haven't been able to do. So I want to give you three tips that I have for you if you're someone who is looking for a different outcome in their life or looking to achieve a certain goal. My first tip is to identify what you want very clearly and precisely. Our brains need specifics because our brains like to get crafty and negotiate the goal and change it, especially because our brain's way of keeping us safe is keeping us at status quo. You have to remember that our brains are primitive and not evolved in some ways. And they're trained to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and be as efficient as possible. So you going for a new goal will feel like a threat to your primitive brain. So the clearer, more specific, and measurable you can make your goal, the easier it will be for you to stay on track. Tip two, find a mentor who has already achieved your desired goal. And this tip will help guide your process. So this can be someone who you know, or maybe it's someone you follow on social media and you don't know it all. I want you to ask yourself, how would this person talk to themselves right now? What would this person believe about themselves in this situation? So let's say your goal is about creating a daily exercise routine. When you think about your mentor, someone who already has a daily exercise routine, tapping into what their thoughts are that possibly keep them motivated could be really helpful for you to do until you've established your own motivating beliefs. So you can borrow what you think their thoughts might be that keep them motivated or ask them and borrow those until you've gained your own evidence that you have the ability to keep going with a daily exercise routine. And my third and last tip for you is to make a list of actions, no matter how big or small, that will move you closer to your goal and do one every single day. Your brain will be searching for evidence of your ability, right? Based on the past and which you probably don't have yet. So by taking action, you're creating that little pieces of evidence at a time, which will then propel you into the next action and so on. So giving your brain something to latch on to. Okay. And that can be something as small as getting your workout clothes on. Okay. That's one of my actions. And I'm going to do that for three days straight. Maybe you don't even work out if it's that daily exercise routine, but you've put the clothes on slowly. You're giving your brain some evidence that you are someone who is capable and able to work out on a daily basis. So one small action every day. All right. Those are my three tips, friends. So remember ability is based on your past, capacity is based on your future, and really what's possible for you, okay? And that's whatever you determine. I hope that you found this episode useful. If you haven't already, 
please subscribe and share the episode with anyone you think would benefit from listening to it. Now, make sure you go to activatecoachingbykelly.com for free resources and uh, check out some programs there. And I want everyone to have an intentional day. Thank you for listening, friends. We'll chat with you soon.